Yeah, yeah, do it again. I fucked your bitch, I'ma do it again. Thinking I tell me with four and I'm in. I don't want you, I want you and your friend. Do it again, do it again. I cannot see through the card of your lens. Make me a meal, I'ma do it again. As much as I made, as much as I'ma spend, I'ma do it again, do it again. She wanna party, don't want her to end. Buy me some product and buy me some fan. Spoil my baby and do it again, do it again, do it again. I said the way they gon' run with the trend. Panamera, her hair in the wind Love me some rats and do it again Do it again, do it again These nigga capping ain't good on my end Buy me an AR and bought her FN Load up that baby and shoot it again Shoot it again, do it again Proto with Louis, yeah, watch how I blend Ain't talking M's and I can't comprehend Load up the safe and I do it again Do it again, do it again My bay is the bomb, but this ain't no gin Pray to the Lord, I know I'm a sin Pray to the Lord and do it again Do it again, do it again I'm from the north and we came from the bend. You unfamiliar, not good on this scene. I wouldn't say they're funnier than us. I think they like these niggas are just different. <laughs> they just wild different. They came up. It's like we we birthed them. You know what I'm saying? They they evolved from us. 100. Like I mean, they're the D book to our Kobe. Yeah, that makes type sense. shit. Niggas are just grown now, so you know we look at it. Yeah, from, our, like, the our, vet, the veteran standpoint, the veteran perspective. Yeah, the kids that we raised, bro, are gonna be some crazy kids because we crazy, so. The younger versions of us are gonna be crazier, and then it's gonna keep getting crazier, bro. They're gonna keep getting weirder. Yeah, bro. Like these New York niggas, I wouldn't, nah, I wouldn't say they weird. They just incredibly different. They wild. They wild as fuck. Look at this savage <laughs> at a young age too. For no reason. Down south is way more chill. Niggas really be kicking it. Niggas is like personalities are probably worse. This is raised different down here, bro. It wasn't raised <laughs> to like smacking nigga for no reason. Like New York, I feel like they just be ready to fight, like or like they just ready, they just be ready to be disrespectful, and you can't even take their disrespect the wrong way because they all disrespectful, bro. It's New York City, you know the yeah. vibes. You get flamed down there, <laughs> you know and the you, vibes. And you <laughs> get offended, they're gonna be like, bro, why are you acting like a pussy or some shit? I'm like, bro, like that was mad disrespectful, but that's how they talk down there, bro. They just uh, fuck you, nigga. Suck my dick, you heard? Fuck that shit, nigga. Yeah, bro, like. <laughs> Them niggas are funny as hell though, bro. Like they running aggressive. the internet right now. They really just running the internet. Like everybody wants to talk like they're from New York now. Like they they running that shit. And y'all got it, bro. Y'all some fucking y'all's lives are like a TV show to the rest of the world, bro. <laughs> <To> the- <laughs> like that ass, bro. Niggas be watching y'all, bro. Like we just got finished watching side talk, bro. Like just watching y'all niggas, bro. That's all we do. We just, like y'all a zoo, bro. Cause y'all are just different, bro. Y'all they really be outside. I think. Well, they probably started that shit once. Yeah, they're really it, the only place where niggas like really be outside. Like they was outside before like, being outside was even like a thing because <laughs> of Corona. You know what I'm saying? Like they was really outside, posted in the streets, like fully masked up, fully <laughs> masked up, bro. Masked up, bro. They, fully masked bro, they up. were, bro. New York people that care about the mask now. They they're definitely liberal out there, like. My man said I had a mask on way for a Corona hit. Yeah, bro. Yeah, they've been wearing a <laughs> ski mask. <laughs> Just for the swag, bro. Now they're like, bro, I've been done this fucking mass shit, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? This ain't nothing to me no more, nigga. Like, fuck that. Fuck Corona, nigga. I'm doing this for the swag, nigga. Like, <laughs> How do y'all feel about the mask coming back? Oh. For round two for another battle. Man. Tough. Yeah, bro. It's the only word for it. Tough. That's a fact. It's so ugly. As long as we don't shut down, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I can stamp that. I do not want to shut down again. I mean, I, I can definitely eat in the shutdown again, but I I don't, I don't wish upon a, a, another shutdown. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know if any more governors can shut down and still keep their job next uh, election cycle, bro. How would it even be possible? Like, how would they even be able to, to, like, surplus enough money to even, like, 
fund anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Roy Cooper has done a great job and his approval ratings are great. You know what I'm saying? Apple mm-hmm. and stuff are coming to North Carolina. He's doing some good things. Oh, but, yeah, Raleigh. You know what I'm saying? He, it's, it's, it's a fine line with this, uh, you know, this new mass mandate and locking back down. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> there was a lot of support real quick. Yeah, that shit will fuck up everything, bro. Like, especially with, like, the whole Apple situation because they're building. Like, it's probably a lot of jobs, like, just put into that that are going to be, like, Taking away or halted type shit. That's gonna fuck up a lot of shit. Oh, uh, wait, what are you talking about? Like, he was talking about how, like, uh, oh, Apple and Raleigh. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm bugging, yeah. I'm bugging. I had a brain fart. Nah, yeah, bro. I'll try and put two and two together. I mean, just in general for business overall, but I don't know, bro. I mean, I saw Chipotle. I was at Chipotle last week, bro. They already didn't let me inside. And this is before, Damn. like, they even, and this is in Charlotte. They were like, oh, this- yeah, only online orders can come in, or not even come in. You gotta order online and they're gonna give it to you. Damn, you couldn't even go in there, like couldn't even if you had a mask. There. Yeah, bro. Damn. So like they already like on that, like yeah, bro. It might we might be locked down again, bro. Like I don't think it'll lock down completely how it was when it first started last year, where it was like nobody out on the roads and shit. They're like gonna that. do some shit though. But the clubs are definitely gonna close. Yeah, and that's how shit. Gonna close the clubs. Like we might not be outside it like anymore, bro. Yeah, we might be inside is slow, which is perfect for winter time. So you know it, it ain't really too bad from that perspective. But yeah, niggas are definitely not gonna be out yeah, outside. Time, bro, it's been a hundred or thunderstorming outside. Yeah, bro, <laughs> that shit was. Yeah, like, nah, it's hurricane big, season. It's lit. Season. It's lit. Yeah. Like the world is ugly right now. It's hurricane season. Corona out here being a thought, trying to fuck now. everybody else. <laughs> bro, dead ass. That that California shit is wild. And that shit gets thrown under the under the radar all the time. Way under the radar. California that shit will happen. And niggas will be like, damn, like, that shit is crazy. And then a week later, it's forgotten about. But that yeah. shit is still burning. I just feel like that's supposed to happen in California. Like, yeah, yeah, it's part of their, their like, I don't even know their environment out there. I mean, it's dry. I mean, dry boy, as fuck, windy as fuck. Split off and like, you know what I'm saying? That's what they've been saying. Too. That shit's supposed no, to break off. Fault. They like, it's they like off. twenty earthquakes away from that shit just breaking off clean. Yeah, the Florida Keys are like a foot away from being underwater. So yeah, that shit's wild as fuck. I would never live in Florida. So you, are we talking about global warming right now? How the world's about to just be like everything's fucked up. I'm so crazy. Yeah, dude. Did y'all see the report? The uh, UN report. No. They basically said it's too late for us to switch anything for the next thirty years. By 2050, like what we've done already is it's already in play. We, so it, we're on risk management from 2050 on at this point. So we're just trying to. Like, so what are manage. they gonna? What are they gonna change? You can't. Or just managing like what's gonna happen. Basically, we're trying to like just like lessen it. Well, like, they're saying, saying the they're world's They're about to find a new planet anyway. Like, the world's definitely going to keep uh, warming up. Uh, it's not going to be drastic. It's like, you know what I'm saying, one degrees. But one degrees for the Earth is a lot. Yeah. So that's a lot of ice that melts, sea, rat, sea levels go up, all that. So pretty much the damage is done. Like, there's no there's no saving it now. It's just maintaining. But we can't, we can't change it for our kids, grandkids, and so on. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? That's on all of us right here. Damn, yeah. it might be ugly for like our great 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 ugly. great grandkids ugly. when they living around like shit like twenty one fifty type shit. It might be ugly around then. I feel like there's still a good four, forty maybe fifty percent of the country that don't believe in global warming straight up. So like we're we're looking at that. bro. Facts are facts. It's like how can well, how, how do people that, people refuse to believe in the that's facts? And it's like that's what I went like to college how for, how are you so goddamn ignorant bro, to, to the like, facts that you just refuse to even believe those? Like what kind of reality do you live in? It's that partisanship shit. Like some people just like don't want to believe in it because of like their party, and you know what I'm saying because like it just doesn't follow up with what their party believes in, so they just argue against it. Because I had 
because of my major, bro, like called sustainable materials technologies, basically learning about the environment. I have people who didn't support, like they, they voted for people who didn't support like the whole thing you went college for, because like most of their fucking, you know what I'm saying, views. Oh, you, you can plug it up behind the guitar. Didn't line up, you know what I'm saying, with like a, you know what I'm saying, global warming, or like, you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, bro, like, it's really just like partisanship, because I feel like. Science, bro, it's science, bro, and people like shouldn't doubt that shit, nigga. Like, you don't, you most people aren't scientists, so like, if you aren't a scientist, why are you out here doubting the scientists, bro? And see, and when you're not a scientist, this is where you get to be an investor as well, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Take take that same energy and just invest in what you see as the problem. You know what I'm saying? You can invest right now in water renewal, uh, like clean water, you can invest in clean air, all yeah. that stuff. It may seem crazy. You can invest in all that, mm-hmm. and you'll be the first in the space. Facts. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of people are still trying to get in things that'll last in the space. Yeah, but that's smart. You gotta like when you're investing, you gotta like think ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like as you're saying, like okay, 2050, people are predicting that we're gonna go to like shit, and we're gonna need all the help we can environmentally in terms of like energy and all that. So like, just think about like, you know what I'm saying? Renewable air and water, all those types of clothes um, yeah bro all that type of stuff especially that one that that one's probably the easiest for for people that have like a low level understanding of what's going on nah, as yeah, far as sure. like you know product waste and saving the environment and shit like yeah, that clothes yeah. is a very easy one stop using plastic is a very easy one to just like start recycle yeah but like just invest in like but like i was saying it's like investing companies that you know are gonna like you know what i'm saying yeah it's the Gonna companies go crazy. that like are building the infrastructure. Yeah. Up, you know what I'm saying? Like you see companies all the time. Like we talk about renewable energy, renewable energy, renewable energy. Like there's only a few companies that are actually building solar farms, actually building wind farms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying all that stuff. Those are the companies you need to get in. The companies yeah. that build the un- infrastructure reap the rewards off it. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like you, I mean, I, you see a lot of big tech, uh, a lot of big energy companies trying to get into mm-hmm. the space. But like, you know what I'm saying? As an investor, you can be really smart and ahead of the curve and make a lot of money. Yeah. Damn. How do how do I word this? I'll be going in and out of questions. Like, I'll be wanting to ask a question when I think of it. And then as I'm listening, I goddamn think of another question. <laughs> then forget the original question. Like, God damn. Um, it'll come to me. I might have to get skipped. <laughs> I might have to get skipped this round. Damn. <laughs> Was nah, I was all good. Say. Nah, I feel you though. Like, I don't know. Like, so like when you're doing an investment. So, oh yeah, you made a good point about how only few companies are gonna be able to like be like the monopolies of each thing. So you gotta really do your research. You know what I'm saying? To see which company is gonna be that company is basically what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone's got the ideas in terms of renewable energy and. Especially with like solar, like I feel like there's been like a good amount of solar companies coming out probably, because like I see people getting solar panels and stuff like that. But if you're trying to make an investment, you're trying to go like where the big, like you know what I'm saying, who's gonna make the most? And like I feel like, I mean I'm not 100 percent sure, but I feel like in terms of renewable energy, we haven't even seen like the peak of it yet. You know what I'm saying? I mean you're spot on, and I mean yeah. to go on to go on top of what you're saying right now, yeah, like the. One of the things I think people really miss the boat on is like you have to invest in yourself just as much as you invest in the market or anything else you invest in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To get financial freedom, you need financial literacy. 
Facts. Financial literacy is in your head. Mm-hmm. If you really want to become rich, you need to understand how finance works. Yeah. Once you understand that, it's easy to invest. You can see everything moving right in front of you. Facts. Because, I mean, money, like... <laughs> wait, wait. So, like, break down, like, the financial literacy that you have that helps you invest. Like, what financial literacy, like, categories or, like, things that do you see, like, every time you're looking at, like, I don't know, companies to invest in or, like... You know, like what you're trying to say, like, well, break it down a little. Take bit. it like this. Yeah, we have to stop. And hear me out. Don't I'm trying not to sound crazy on this. We have to stop thinking of money as money. Yeah, money is just like economic oxygen. Facts. Mm-hmm. You mix it with opportunity. Economic and boom, oxygen. You have a market. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Markets create velocity of money, movement of money, and that's how people make money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at cash. Mm-hmm. All time, cash is the worst perform like on a yield basis. Cash is by far the worst performing asset out there. Mm-hmm. If you go to any bank right now, mm-hmm. Wells, Bank of America, City, I mean, we're talking about at max 0.05% interest rate yielding on a savings account. Dang. That's just out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may find a few others. I mean, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't they can make more bread off of them. You know what I'm saying? If we're looking all time, cash is by far the worst performing asset. You know what I'm saying? You have mm. to figure out ways to acquire assets and get rid of liabilities. Right. The more assets you have, like, like I said, your cash is not doing anything. Let, let me break this down for you. Real like quick. If you don't have to use cash, if you can find other ways to leverage cash, that's what it's all about, more or less. Right. So so take this hundred dollar bill. Mm hmm. $100 bill nominally doesn't change. $100 bill is a $100 bill every mm-hmm. year. What we are ex- experiencing right now, since we have a very low interest rate environment, we have pretty high inflation. Inflation is at 2.5%. Mm-hmm. So what costs you $100 this year will cost you $102.50 next year. But remember, that $100 nominally doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So that $100 by next year in purchasing power offers you $97.50. You are losing money every single year. If you just you keep that 100, that's every crazy to think year. about. That's a good way to put it. Right, so like, yeah. the, uh, take a bank. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The traditional, the common thinking on all this, save your money, save your money, save your money. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Put your money in the bank. I know that's what everyone's always heard here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You go to the bank. Everybody mama. The reserve requirement is 10%. So like, mm-hmm. if you go to the bank, if you put in a dollar, the bank's only going to keep 10, per, uh, 10 cents there. They're going to put 90 cents out to work. Understand, the bank makes money on everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they're facilitating money, and they own physical assets. Borrowing money you, from everybody. You know what I'm saying? They lend you a lot of stuff. 90 cents out of your dollar is going to work. Mm-hmm. So why don't we as individuals take that same practice? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you get a paycheck, mm-hmm. why don't 90% of your money go to assets? Yeah. We, we focus too much on liabilities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all about acquiring assets, money that's gonna make you money. Mm-hmm. Like if I get, if I'm getting um, a paycheck for a thousand dollars, you know what I'm saying? Of course, now it starts with personal finance. You have to be able to manage your personal finances. We can come back to that. But I mean, the majority of your money, if it's not going to assets, it is going to lose value, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be taxed to all hell. Yeah. That's why it hurts my heart that we grew up on principles like, you know, you got to get a job, clock in 50 hours just to pay the bills, just to put food on the table. You know what I'm saying? Because that that principle is just it didn't it didn't age well. 
Right. And it was never meant to age well. I, I feel like it was always a part of like a, a bigger picture for these corporations and these banks to, to keep people wrapped in this exact same sick loop, you know, keep spending money, keep putting your money in the bank and just another American money plot to just take Bro, more like bread from people. Because the saving money shit comes from people talking about saving it for retirement. And like, I feel like the whole saving of a retirement makes you feel like saving money is smart. You know what I'm saying? Because people are like, oh, the goal, a lot of people's goal for working is to save up for retirement. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, a lot of people are like, save, save, save. Or so vacations. You save for vacations. Yeah, you save, save for, for vacations. And uh, your kids. Like Dead ass. I mean, saving for your kids, I can understand that shit. But like, I mean, fucking all the other shit is like, you could technically save money or make money with all that money in a smarter way. Like you could, like, all right, well, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I don't really, I haven't really gotten super into stocks yet, but, like, I feel like if you put money in stocks and just keep it there for, like, the whole time you're going to put it in a bank, you gonna, you could be a millionaire, bro. 100%. So it's like, or a million, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even more than that. And that's, like, what the goal is with stocks, really, right? Just to keep it in there for a long time, more so than, like, put it in there and take it out. You know what I'm saying like right short short term trading yeah I mean you you see the, all the time you hear about the short term gains but it's yeah. really long term buy and hold investing that's gonna make you the money yeah like I'll say this because it, it goes back to directly what you're saying yeah some of the one of the first and biggest misconceptions in the market is that rich people pay taxes mm -hmm. we hear this all the time oh, we're about to tax the t uh, uh, top one percent the only people that get taxed are the upper middle class just mm -hmm. keeping it real you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's in the financial industry. That's common knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Because there's there's a few reasons why. Mm -hmm. One is there's three different types of income. Yeah. You have earned income, portfolio income, and then passive income. Mm -hmm. So like when you think of earned income, that is money you're getting from your salary. That is your day job. You know what I'm saying? Like all the money, like if you get paid $100,000 a year, mm -hmm. that's the money in earned income going to your salary. Mm -hmm. The government's going to take almost half of that money. Yeah. Passive is real estate and alternative investments. And then portfolio is your investments. They don't get taxed at the same rate that earned income gets um, earned income gets taxed. So take for a second Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. Why don't they? They don't pay anything in taxes. Mm -hmm. Why? Because Bezos has all of his money tied up in stocks. You can't mark to market stocks. They can go down and up. Mm -hmm. his, his wealth may go down to zero one year. They mm -hmm. may be back at uh, 50 billion the next year. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like on top of that, you've got dividends, which are taxed at a preferential rate. Those aren't taxed at normal uh, ordinary income. It's taxed at 15%. Unless you make a ton of money, then you're taxed at 20%. Mm -hmm. Preferential rates. Which is wild. You know what I'm saying? Passive income, real estate. And this is where I think it gets really interesting for like corporations. When you look at a corporation, the difference between a guy like uh, Elon Musk and a guy like myself, mm -hmm. Elon's a majority holder in a company. Mm -hmm. So we got to look at how they get taxed. So like as an individual, you earn money, get taxed, and spend the rest. Mm -hmm. Corporations earn money, mm -hmm. spend all they can, and get taxed on less what's left. Corporations get taxed on net income. You know what I'm saying? That's revenue minus expenses. So if you're a corporation, you're gonna you're not gonna leave a whole bunch of money to get taxed. Right? Yeah. You're gonna spend all of it. A lot yeah. of those guys have zero taxable base to get taxed so on. So net as opposed yeah. to us, mm -hmm. 
we don't have any, we can't really write off at the same amount. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But not only are they not getting taxed, think about all their money's in stock options. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get a, a hundred stock options at a certain price. Well, what do you do to get stock price up? Share buybacks. You know what I'm saying? The dividends hit. When you got 100 million shares, those dividends hit, bro. Mm-hmm. They hit. I got to start getting they paid hit. in Bitcoin. And them motherfuckers be rich <laughs> as hell, bro. That's that's interesting, though. Like, they definitely finessing the system because they, like, they probably got financial advisors telling them what to do. They're like, bro, like, this is like, don't, nah. I'm going to tell you where to put your money at so none of it gets taxed. You get to keep most of it. You can stay rich forever, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? That type of stuff. And, like, I mean... Hey, it's a game, bro. Money's really like it's a game of knowledge. You gotta know about it, bro. Right. And this, and this, you have to seek the knowledge too. You have to seek see. that knowledge because niggas not just gonna tell you shit unless you. like you plugged in. You know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. you if you got good homies, if you got people close in your circle that's you know willing to to share the wealth. But yeah. it's definitely not common knowledge because I started a goddamn business clueless <laughs> to most of the shit we talk about. And it's important, especially in our community, because this is not common knowledge in our community. No, you know there's a whole bunch of things that were like if you look at the tax system as a whole mm-hmm. when the tax system was created we're, we're talking about 100 years ago you know what i'm saying only five the top five percent of america that got taxed at that point i mean we're coming off uh slavery reconstruction all that stuff so like we're looking black people were not taxed originally mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it was only the top five percent these are what were in back in the early 1900s just rich white people Mm-hmm. So all the tax breaks therein were also created by that same group, mm-hmm. rich white people. Mm-hmm. So like when you look at the tax breaks and stuff, they don't come to us. Why? Mm-hmm. We weren't in the no- negotiations yeah. for tax breaks. We weren't in the Congress. We weren't. Mm-hmm. In, we weren't in the Senate. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have. We had. We've had one black president. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're not. We have to be smarter about the way we go about things mm-hmm. knowing that the tax system isn't made for us right you know what i'm saying there's a way to effectively use it and use it in our benefit and our um for our advantage but we have to know those rules and the only way that we're as a community gonna know is that we have to tell each other mm-hmm. no one's gonna tell us you know black people make up 14 percent of the population mm-hmm. i try to tell people this all the time and I don't, not trying to be racist at all. I don't expect any other race to come and help us, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't. We're 14%. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. we're going to make this happen, we got to make it happen for ourselves. Like when you look at like Black Wall Street, the 1900s, very beginning was some of the most prosperous economic times. I'm, I don't know if y'all have heard of the Tulsa riots and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. The Tulsa riots, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. It was a massacre. But before that, Black Wall Street, there was a rule. The money had to be spent in the black community six times before it was able to leave the community. You see money in the black community right now, it goes in and it goes right back out. Mm-hmm. That's not how you create wealth. Right. Like I said, it's the velocity of money. It's being around the money. Because money, like I said, it's not real money. Money exactly. is information. Money mm-hmm. is a tool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm exactly. saying? It's, it's the insider information that's really making people money. Mm-hmm. And then from making that money, that cash, you can put your money on your that cash on assets. Right. Get your money out of cash and onto assets. Mm. I've been trying to tell people money isn't real for a good a good while now. At least Not like real. a year ish once I really like dived into it and really learned, you know, the concepts the concepts behind money, you know what I'm saying? I got into selling clothes and sneakers and stuff like that. Without realizing it, I learned the exact same 
concept with dealing with money as far as concepts i mean not concepts um stocks and um short-term short-term shares and stuff like that where it's the exact same exact same principles exact same concepts where it's just money is not even really the thing that's involved there it's really just a concept that's active you know you buy at a low price sell it at a more expensive price and trade for this trade for that it's all it's all hand in hand the exact same thing it's just how people choose to use those assets and leverage those different assets you don't have to have cash in hand you don't have to have money in your account if you have a skill as well which a lot of people in our in our community forget as well if you have several skills you don't even need cash at all your skill set is your are your assets right america like america is a value system if you create value america will gladly take it in and pay you out tenfold for it exactly you know what i'm saying but you have to create value and then assess your team. You're only as good as your five closest people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You really have to assess your team. Is your team helping you? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Once you assemble a team, like you guys have your own black business. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love what you guys are doing. I'm a hell of scars. I love your um, uh, clothing. I love the whole thing about it. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? But for us to take it to a whole new level as community, we need to reach out connect with other black businesses, mm -hmm. connect with other black financial people. Mm -hmm. Like if we really want to own, like take this, for a community to be self-sustaining, you have to own four things. School, mm -hmm. the hospital, okay. the supermarket, and the lending institutions, the banks. Mm -hmm. If you own those, you have a self-sustaining So community. like, so companies own that? Like all successful companies own that? Like a school? Well, I mean, think of, think of Charlotte. A uh, community. So, like, uh, oh, community. So say, successful community. Say we started a town, right? Oh, I get it. And I get Jordan it, I get started it, I get it. the bank. Yeah. I had a hospital. You had a school. And Tochi was like a farmer or something like that. The four of us, we don't necessarily have to trade money mm -hmm. because we each are supplying the entire community. The services, yeah. yeah. And the entire community is paying each of us to continue, like, the circle that we got going on mm -hmm. so that the community can keep going you know what i'm saying Facts. i have a partner with partnership with jordan jordan has a partnership with you that has a partnership with him that has a partnership with me and my partnership with with, with him is because of you and blah 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 you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. at that point no one's spending bread because we're each working for each other you know what i'm saying all right well, we're, right. well bread a, doesn't have to be involved but obviously you know and i think a community that's done a going very good job at this has mm -hmm. been the jewish community like, if you look at a lot of Oh, older, so you meant community, you're talking about black community? Just communities in general. Uh, yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? I was trying to have a successful community. But uh, like if you think of what a lot of the Jewish people have done over time, mm -hmm. they go into a different city, they buy up a block or two. Mm -hmm. Everyone in there is on the same page. They've, they've set up different businesses. And basically, to go through this part of town, you have to go through them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everything is an end stop. Like, they've created a niche for themselves. Mm -hmm. Black people can do this as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're, we have uh, enough black people here in Charlotte alone mm -hmm. to set up a whole self-sustaining mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That people have to go through. Mm -hmm. But once you have to go through, the money goes through you, too. Mm -hmm. And like I said, money's a tool. Yeah. Once, once you create out a niche, a block, mm -hmm. and people have to start coming through you as a collective. Yeah you can really start to build something bigger. You know? Exactly. I think that's just very possible in Charlotte too. Right. Just find the right, the right, like, uh, what's the word? The right people with the right mind and the right heart. 
because you probably really got to be locked into the team and locked into the vision to to really like make that shit happen. There's a lot at stake when you're trying to think, bring something like to that level. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. When you're trying to communicate, create a community that operates on that on that level, everybody's got to be locked yeah, in. Dude. Otherwise, like it's just not gonna work out. But that's definitely like some real like those four things. Like I understand how like that makes a community strong. Like anywhere, you feel me? Like we can be in Charlotte. And if, like, everybody, like, if most of the black people in Charlotte just participated in, like, the, you know what I'm saying, that area you're talking about, that'd probably help. Our block parties. You know, yeah, our block parties. But it's like, you know what I'm saying, that would help us in that area, you know what I mean? And, like, it was funny because I was just talking to y'all earlier about how, like, um, these dudes, I was chilling in the sauna with them talking about how Charlotte has no, like, culture, you feel me? And that's part of the things that we need. Like, we need, like, communities where, like, it's just different cultures because... We, we're in America. We know we're not all the same. You feel me? So, like, it should be okay for us to have different, like, parts of the city that are, like, mm-hmm. okay, Chinatown. You know what I mean? Whatever. Like, you have the Jewish part. You have the Muslim part. That should be have, okay without people saying right. it's, like, separation or something like yeah. that. You see it in every major city. Yeah. They, I mean, I, and like I said, I'm not trying to be racist. Yeah, you're like, not trying to be racist. When Chinese people move into the country, there's a Chinatown there, bro. Yep. Yeah. If the, if the Chinese people, like, they bring, they set up they a bring whole all their people with mm-hmm. them. There's too. a whole community there, and they, <coughs> and they, I don't want to say insulate it, but they make people come through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the way to create business, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If we really want to take, because we've been hindered on a lot of different levels as black people, there was, there's more hindrances now than there mm. were after we initially got freed and we have to remember that mm. you know what i'm saying but it's all up to us we're like i said we're 14 if we can't i hear black people all the time oh we black people can't get organized black people can't do this black people can't if we can't organize ourselves who's gonna do that for us mm. right because no one like no one <laughs> no one keep getting finessed it's upon us to take that step, mm-hmm. us to reach out to the next person, yeah. us to know where we're lacking and find the help. You know what I'm saying? If like if you don't know, understand credit, mm-hmm. hit somebody up who does. Mm-hmm. Facts. If you if you don't understand like um, just sales, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Somebody up who does. If you need a marketer. That's what you need. Community you know for it, bro. Exactly. Yeah, community, and we need leaders yeah. too. We need leaders. Like that's that's where everything. we gotta come in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone has to become leaders. Everyone has to become teachers because there's always gonna be those people who don't want to ask. But like, eventually, it's like if you're the if your team has a has a loose link, like you either gotta go or you gotta step up or somebody's gotta pick them up. You know what I'm saying? So as the leaders and as the teachers of the community to be, we just gotta be like, yo, like come on, bro. We see you lacking behind. Like, like what you need? What's up? Like if I don't know something, my boy knows something, or my boys don't know something, we could we can make it happen to string you along. But like, yeah, like we know some people who are like, you know, somebody always had to say to him, like, yo, like you're bugging, like what's good with you, you well, know? What bro, I'm saying? that's all we gotta bring this nigga Jordan on the show because like we're trying to be leaders and inform people because we know people are listening. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We're trying to give them like real knowledge too because we could, hey, we could have a fun time, but at the same time, we know that. We're like, whatever we're saying is going in your brain, and we're trying to give y'all some, like, you know what I'm saying, brain food. We like, don't want to have to leave niggas behind. Like, yeah, no one has to get left yeah. behind, bro. There's there's so many seats at this table. Like, everybody can truly eat if yeah. you just take the time to to listen and take 
information in and move accordingly. Because a lot of people will like, they'll listen to you. They'll sit there and listen to you. And then they'll go home and, and just like forget that shit or just not change at all. Like not really take it to the heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to take action once you get, once you obtain that information and that knowledge. That's on, like, that's you on have the to individual. Take action. You got to make that shit happen. Yeah, yeah it's 100% on the, on the individual. But the way I look at things now, it's like, no one here is really alone. You know what I'm saying? And this, and this earth yeah. shit on the, on this planet, everything it it needs to be community for it to to be like have a higher um, success rate. You know what I'm saying? Us linking right now and even talking about this is already throwing like fuel to the pot right now as far as like uplifting our community in itself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas aren't having this conversation, let alone doing it on a podcast. You feel me? So even like the people who listen to this. Have that perspective, too, that you are listening to this, that, you know, people out here are trying. Like, we are trying to make this shit happen, whether you are us actually doing this or you're somebody listening. Keep listening. Share it to somebody else so that we keep this thing going up and we don't flatline. Because the more ways that we can spread information and spread wisdom, the best way we can keep going up and keep inspiring. Because if I don't inspire you, then the fuck am I doing this shit for? You know what I'm saying? It's just as important for us to keep doing this and keep making sure we keep doing exactly what we're talking about, too. Like I said, everything will be hand in hand. The more we keep going up, everybody watching and listening, next you know, they start doing shit like this, and it's just boom, 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 boom. Stacking right. up. Right. And before before we go any further, I do have to get my, you know what I'm saying, the disclosure disclaimers out here, man. Um, obviously I do work for the bank, but nothing I'm saying here tonight, you know what I'm saying, is referencing the bank What's at all. Mm-hmm. Investment products, not FDIC insured, not deposits, obligations of any bank or government entity and are subject to investment risk. So do your own research is what I basically got to say. My boy had it memorized. That shit was smooth. (laughs) This is some serious, my man's giving, hey, this man has like some very like important information in his brain, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like he has to say that. In the streets need to know. The number one thing, if, if I could have everyone take away one thing tonight, man, it would be in order to learn what we're talking about, you have to take your own money and put it in. Mm-hmm. There's like there's only one way to learn the stock market. Mm. You go ahead and buy a share. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, it's it's Experience. you look at it, but you you never become an owner mm-hmm. to an asset without officially getting it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't understand. Like you are going, you are going to lose money at first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, it's not going to be all like. I, I feel like myself, I'm personally a pretty good investor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I haven't I haven't tapped out 100% gains on all of my mm-hmm. positions. Some of my positions are way down. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like over time, those become lessons. Mm-hmm. The failures that you have in investing become the, the teaching points. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like everything else in life. You never, mm-hmm. like you would never be great at basketball if you made every shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's a little bit different. But you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most like, most if, most if you never had to earn it, <laughs> yeah. if you never had to struggle through it, yeah, yeah. you won't get good. Yeah, and that's some earth shit. That's some earth shit right there too. That people got to realize. You got to suffer through some shit to. You're not gonna get good without like you know what I'm saying. Got to suffer through it a little bit. You got to suffer. Yeah, because you're gonna lose bread. It's gonna happen. That's like the mental part of like investing. Even just in general, like you're gonna lose like. I don't lost three hundred dollars like like just leaving that shit in the ATM before like fucking losing wallets and shit like you're gonna lose bread so it's just you gotta accept the fact that that shit ain't real and it's just you know right yeah. at least you were trying to run it back Reggie. An asset. 
Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Investments are assets. Yeah. And over time, I, like I said, is no guarantee, but 90% of the time, stock market goes up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. There are stocks that will go to zero. Mm-hmm. There are booth booth companies out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You We look back at like the tech bubble of 2000 everything. We thought eBay was going to be the shit. No, it turned out to be Amazon. Mm-hmm. Turned out to be Google. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like a lot of these companies got to go up, come down. Forgot you gotta, about eBay. You, AOL. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. no, nobody used wow. that. Wow, no AOL. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and people probably invested <laughs> mad bread into that, like thinking it's about to be like the future, like AOL, like eBay. Like, they definitely thought eBay was taking over. Right. People still kind of use eBay though, don't Why they? Why were they getting so hype about like web browsers back then? Bro, because it was like AOL. a new thing for sure, bro. Like that's like. Everybody was like, yo, Safari's trash, get Chrome. Bro, but like, yeah, like, because I don't know how they make their bread, but you see it every time you open up like your computer or your phone, like Facts. Google. That's where ads first started, <laughs> I guess, yeah. I don't even know how they make money. Like, I'm not paying them nothing. To open. I mean, I probably am somehow, but like, I don't think I am. Like, But let's, let's think about who got rich off all that. Why did we not have a bunch of black people buying up all of those shares in in 2000 after they crashed? They didn't believe in this. We didn't even know, bro. We didn't didn't believe in it. People were flaming it back then. That's true. I mean, people people look in the market and they get so worried when the investments go down. Mm -hmm. Market's going to go like this over time. The hard part is not buying in the middle or Mm -hmm. at the top. If you see a sell-off happening, bro, that's the time to buy you, mm-hmm. Like when you see a bunch of red, that's that's that should be green lights going off in your head all over the place. Yeah, you know that's like just you ensuring could, you get a good price. Yeah, something that can go up from there. Yeah, that's real. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to buy at the top. It's just going back down. Yeah, things will go up and come back down to their 200 day moving average, 50 day moving average, whatever. Yeah, great companies on a, if you look at like a five ten all chart, mm-hmm. great companies. You go look at Apple's chart. You mm-hmm. go look at Microsoft's chart. They look like they're going up in a straight line yeah. on the all-time chart. Mm-hmm. You can you can see what's good. You know what's good. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me you don't think Amazon's a good stock <laughs> when you buy all your shit off Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's some common sense plays, but like people, yeah. like people always tell me, oh, that stock's too expensive. Don't tell me you're too cheap for your retirement. Yo. <laughs> Retirement is the only thing that cannot be financed. Yeah. Let me say this again. Retirement is the only thing in your life that cannot be financed. If you're going to school, you can take a loan. Mm-hmm. If you need to get a house, you can get a loan. You cannot get a loan for your retirement. Hmm. You have to save the money up front. That's interesting. I never thought about that ever in my life. Never even heard anybody say that in my life. Saying that's so I don't want to hear like I, I can't afford Amazon in my retirement account. What you mean, bro? Mm-hmm. It's three thousand dollars you spent towards your retirement. Mm-hmm. That's a good investment. Hell you just yeah. spend it on an asset that's going to appreciate over time. Mm-hmm. That three thousand dollars may become fifteen thousand dollars in forty years when you retire. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, you know, what I'm saying I have no, there's no excuse, mm-hmm. like, because, like I said, cash is a depreciating asset. Mm-hmm. Remember how inflation works. If you're not, if two inflation's at two and a half percent. And you're not making at least two and a half percent return on your investments, you are losing money. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, you cannot save your way to wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cannot stash your cash under the mattress in your account and become wealthy. Mm-hmm. You won't. Cash is a depreciating asset. Mm-hmm. So, you got to get creative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Use what we have. We already know how to make money. We already mm-hmm. have great ideas. We already have strong work ethics. Mm-hmm. We have to apply it. In the right ways, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. 
That's real. Now nah, that, yo. I like that. Yeah, like all those points are real right there, bro. All those are real points. There's a lot of creative ways. I like that one especially because I feel like everyone can monetize off themselves if they if they just choose to, and that's a very easy way to just get like put yourself into the economy and like get tax write offs for yourself, and you literally LLC yourself. Like you can make your yourself like the company, like literally yourself. And that and that drives me nuts. Like why do why would anybody let someone else monetize off their idea? It sounds monetize crazy yourself. to me. If you can't monetize yourself, then you will never be rich. Ever. That, like, and I'm not trying to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. You will never be rich if you yeah. cannot monetize yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to create value for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You need to be able, you don't want somebody else taking 80% of the money you created value for. Exactly. That's why I refuse to work for anybody else. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm stiff on the jet. When I land, I'ma hop on the biz, get a chick. Can't use a plan, I can't walk through the pool, cause these hoes they be breaking ain't neck. Don't use a baby unless you gon' chew me or let me break you for a chick. You said that shit, lady, we fuckin' so crazy, I swear she ain't got no respect. We can get five if you play us a tip. We been working all week, I ain't tryna be sleepy or gallant. I'm tryna make sure we the best. I ain't saving no hoes, ain't no ass on my chest. Won't let myself drown if that pussy too wet. Bad bitch, you sending me that silhouette, I was driving, almost had a wreck. Huh? My bro caught a body, got a nigga stretch. I'm up in the hood and I ain't got a flex, and ain't no one this. Me and I'm live in the flesh. And ain't no one it's me and I'm live in the fit. Pull up out out of the wood, don't be asking me questions, cause this ain't a test. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, hey, okay, cool. Hey, hey, okay, cool. This that shit you can't buy at the mall. Five, six, my money so tall. Stand up what line, wait at what mile. Shop my drawers, need a Bentayga, I need some more pay Mr. Purple and yellow like I'm with the Lakers You ain't impressed and we know you a hater 60 pop truck in and say see you later My license plate say RFG, she wanna suck dick while I'm driving And tell me how her nigga weak, he ain't nothing like me Got the shit from the streets, you can ask about it If she my bitch, I'll buy a new ass about it We want to dead, we gon' go spend some racks about it Married to the game, I never divorce, I don't need no subpoena See you not fast, no I'm sorry, Celine only fucking one time, then you know I did they just gon' copy, control, or delete I'm with the gang, we the mall, we the fleet 1500, put the you on my feet I don't care, I bring the sand to the beach She want They just gon' copy, control, or delete I'm with the gang, we the mall, we the fleet 1500, put the you on my feet I don't care, I bring the sand to the beach She won't leave me, cause she know I'm a P She won't leave me, cause she know I'm a P She won't leave me, cause she know I'm a Right, there's a lot of things, I mean, that go into it I mean... Most people want to be rich, but most people won't uh, won't even take on the issue of credit. Mm-hmm. They won't take it on. Oh, the miseducation of the common knowledge. Oh, credit's going to fuck up um, all my finances. No, no, no. If you don't have credit, all, all credit is is access to money. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Everybody and at the rate money. you're going to get the access to. Mm-hmm. If you have a million dollars and you're looking for a $500,000 loan, the bank will give it to you at a pretty solid interest rate. Mm-hmm. If you have a hundred dollars and you ask for a five hundred thousand dollar loan, 
bank will give it to you at 22% and you'll never get out of it. We have to like start thinking about interest rates like for what they are like credit. All right. Yeah, this is, I don't mean to blow your mind right here, but if you don't get a credit card in college, the first thing you will be buying on credit will most likely be a car or a house. Mm -hmm. You do not want the first thing you get on credit to be a car or a house. Those are big loans. Your interest rate is going to be Those are 20, sometimes $100,000 loans. If you've never had credit before, the interest rate, like having a 2% interest rate on the house and having a 6% interest rate on the house is ginormous. Ginormous. Because mm-hmm. the thing about it is, like, if you look on, like, a mortgage scale, the thing you're paying up front first is interest. Mm-hmm. You'll be paying off interest for the first 15 years at 6 7%. If you get a 2% interest, mm-hmm. you'll pay off that interest way quicker. Right. You know what I'm saying? An uh, average house doesn't actually go, like, you don't actually spend 30 years paying off a house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most people pay it off in much faster. Yeah. But what does that require? Having a good interest rate and being able to pay down on the principal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's all about equity. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this for people that don't understand the concept of equity. Yeah, I can give you a good example. Actually, I kind of lived through that last yeah. year when the pandemic hit. Um, my old car, I had a 2015 Volkswagen, and I had a pretty high interest rate on it. It was the first car I'd ever bought, like, on credit. I had bought a car cash before that which helped my credit tremendously to be able to, to even get this car first of all but i got this car at like my interest rate was like 13.9 something like that so kind of high especially for like the the job i was working like i could afford it but i was like you know i definitely couldn't miss days off work so that i could pay my car you know what i'm saying and then this past year um i got a new car just because, you know, my credit was a lot better, like way, way better. So opposed to refinancing, I got a new car that was a little bit more expensive, but they were throwing a deal. If your credit score is over 700, you get a 0% interest rate on 2020 cars. So I went up there, ended up, I was actually getting tatted and ended up going up there to see my boy who worked up there at Volkswagen and ended up leaving with a brand new car that day, um, paying less on a 2020 car than I did on my 2020 on my 2015 card because I, I had my interest out, rate was zero percent. But how much money on per month? I don't mean to throw it out. I went like from that. my payment went from like it was like four fifteen to like three ninety or something like that on a newer car. Right. It was crazy, strictly off the interest rate. And Brand new car too. Twenty dollars for twelve months. You know what I'm saying we're talking like hundred forty bucks over five six years i mean that's gonna end up being once you type in all the interest yeah now we did it i think it was yeah it was almost 10 bands it was almost 10 bands off the car brand new car strictly off the interest rate it was crazy like and like i was trying to explain it to my mom because she was like you know like what what are you doing with a new car like what do you you, what was wrong with the old one blah 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 i'm like mom believe it or not i'm saving bread long term right from upgrading (laughs) <laughs> and let me save someone out there. I know someone doesn't really understand the idea and the fundamentals behind a credit card. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to just go ahead and break this down because I feel like everyone should have a credit card at 18. Mm-hmm. And if you're a parent, it's your responsibility to have your kid as an authorized user on the card at 16. That's mm-hmm. the earliest it can happen. Okay. So for numbers purposes, I'm going to say you have a th- you got approved for a credit card and it has a $1,000 limit on it. Mm-hmm. All right. So follow me here. 
Remember, credit works as a tally. So when you have a debit card, every time you make a transaction, money comes out the account, go lower and lower and lower. When you have a credit card, it works as an active bill. The same way as you go into the bar and start ordering drinks. That tap, you're going up, up, up till you get to your limit, and you have to start paying it off, right? Mm. Let's say, because you never want to max out your credit card, but if you have a $1,000 limit, let's say you put $500 on that card this month. What is the bank going to do? The bank's going to toss you out a lollipop. They're going to say, oh, you only got to pay 20, 25%. They might make you only pay $100 minimum payment on the card, and you spent $500. That $400 difference is what the bank charges interest on. Mm. Interest on a credit card, we're talking 13 to 27, 28%. Mm -hmm. If you have credit card debt, you will never, the interest rate is too high. Yeah. You can't you can't pay off that type of interest. You just can't unless you just pay it off at once. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You'll be stuck in that trap forever. Hmm. So you have to focus on like if you just pay off your credit card, I I like to say 30%. If I have a $1000 limit, I'm put $300 on the card. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna pay it off every it takes two day processing. My uh cycle is due on the fourth i pay it off on the second in full mm -hmm. what does that do it's like six seven points on your credit score a month yeah. i never pay anything for the card i have a card with no annual fee i never get charged interest. but people get stuck because they think credit like a credit card is just like a a, a thousand free dollars no that's not how that works <laughs> mm -hmm. i know people who think like that mm -hmm. that's not how that works but if you just do like if you just take a credit card I'm telling you, you can improve your credit score 100, 150 points. And I'm talking like a matter of a year, year and a half, two years. Like it, it's a huge difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't like I when I got out of college, I I didn't know this. I didn't know any of this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love my parents. They did everything they could for me. But finance is not their field. Mm -hmm. This is not common knowledge. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have any credit start early. Mm -hmm. I had to work for everything I had. My credit score was 623. When I went to, and I work at the bank, I went to go get a credit card from the same bank and I got denied. Mm. Tell me about that. I work at the bank. Couldn't get a credit card from the bank. I kept reapplying. You gotta be diligent with some of this stuff. I have over 800 credit score right now. Mm. It's only been a few years. Mm -hmm. I'm not old, but I understand how credit works and I understand the discipline it takes to get the credit card, pay it off every month, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Diligence is how you become rich. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I said, financial literacy is how you become rich. Mm -hmm. It's not about the actual money. Mm -hmm. If you have it up here, if you understand how money works up here, you will never be broke. Mm -hmm. Never. That's real shit. And that's free game for y'all. Take it to the heart, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Take that it was... to the heart, please. Damn. Because things will out, go out here and just just waste so much bread on the dumbest of dumb things and i hate to see it but that credit shit that's smart as hell you say you only use like 30 percent of your credit card because you know you could pay that off and just keep doing it over and over and over again but then like yeah like it's, it's definitely a big misconception bro like credit is like a confusing concept for most people i feel like you know what I'm saying? yeah so i'll break it down even further there's five things that make up your credit score yeah i said i i took it to heart to educate myself on credit. Mm -hmm. now, the answers are everywhere, by the way. If you really want the answer to something, mm -hmm. they always say the answer's in a book mm -hmm. and they aren't lying, bro. Mm -hmm. I, I do audiobooks. I'm not a big reader. Mm -hmm. I read my first few books and then I've been on audiobooks the whole time. I, I go on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? You can watch anything. Mm -hmm. 
on there. I educated myself on it. But mm. there's five things that go into credit. But 66% is made up from two things. Mm. It's your payment history and credit utilization. Mm. You know what I'm saying? How long have you had an open credit line for? And do credit you pay line. off the card? That's mm. the payment history. Mm-hmm. Do you pay off the card? Mm. It's like the first thing they look for. The second thing is credit utilization. So out of that $1,000 limit, am I maxing out the card? Or am I using the optimal 30 40% or less? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can put some stupid bills on there. I mean, how much is your like gas bill? Maybe five du- five bucks a month sometimes. Mm. Charge that to the card, bro. Yeah. That's a recurring <laughs> payment and just have it, you know what I'm saying? Just pay it off. Mm-hmm. Five, six bucks. Mm-hmm. I put a ton of, like, for me, and I'll take you through, like, I, what I think are some just good personal finance tips. I think you probably need three accounts. Mm-hmm. Three. I'm talking two checking and one savings. I like to have one checking that's at a completely different bank that they don't have any ATMs, nothing. I can't go get that money. Has two months of expenses, my monthly expenses in that account. Mm-hmm. And I have all my bills debited out of that account. Mm-hmm. Auto pay. I don't mm-hmm. miss bills. That's interesting. That's credit. Mm-hmm. Paying your bills on time is credit. Mm-hmm. I have a two month of expenses over here that is improving my credit at all times. Mm. I have uh, another checking account that functions with my credit card. Mm-hmm. I pay my credit card off of that account. Mm-hmm. Like I think credit cards are perfect for the, I like to say shit you were going to buy anyways. Mm. I get 3% plus on, uh, on dining, bro. Mm. All food and drink. Cashback rewards. Not just at, you know what I'm saying? Chima's or something. I can go to, Lost and found right now, I'm still be getting three, four percent cash back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's free money. Yeah. That is free money that I get. You know what I'm saying? That's real, that's real, that's real. So like just being diligent and paying those off every month, mm-hmm. it, it'll serve you. I mean, that's a lifetime worth of work yeah. that you will save. Mm-hmm. If you just take the time to so, like really do it. Just do it. Man. Yeah. And then the the last thing. Outside of that, I had two um, checkings and a savings. I think you should have a savings of a little fund, that, but that savings is for investment opportunities. And when I say investment opportunities, mm-hmm. that's a fund to help you acquire other assets. Mm-hmm. For you, that may not be the same thing as me. Mm-hmm. You may need, because you know what I'm saying, you make all types of apparel and stuff, that asset to you maybe a new sewing machine mm-hmm. as opposed for me mm-hmm. that may be something completely different right mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but something i'm gonna get use out of that's gonna bring me more money right. that's mm-hmm. what that savings accounts for is for deployables on assets mm-hmm. and i think if you like you, you gotta it starts with personal finance you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. manage your own money properly and the mm-hmm. rest will start to make sense because once you get in the habit of acquiring assets mm-hmm. and not acquiring liabilities you you will create financial freedom right. because once your passive income, mm-hmm. remember portfolio and passive, not earned income. Mm-hmm. Once your passive and portfolio income mm-hmm. are making you enough money to cover your current expenses, you will be financially free. Right. It could all be so simple. That's <laughs> a simple equation. That's a simple equation, but you gotta have discipline to actually do it. And you gotta find the little yeah. light, like the little hacks that work for yourself too. So yeah. like you're saying, like if you get cash back at the grocery store and you know you only eat at the grocery store, like 
Why would you eat out if you know you're not getting paid back for eating out? Go to the grocery store and just go, go get groceries because you know you're essentially getting paid back mm-hmm. for getting groceries. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you're gonna get you're gonna eat every day. That's just more logical. It takes discipline to be like, okay, I'm gonna just not eat out yeah. because I'm. <laughs> it sounds funny. I'm spending money eating out, but if I go <laughs> to the grocery store, like eventually, I'm not really spending money on on those groceries type shit. I also been telling people um, what helped me personally. As far as like little credit hacks, um, for the longest, I was buying all my clothes on credit and flipping and selling those clothes. So now there's apps like um, Klarma, uh, Affirm, um, Afterpay, where you can buy flights, clothes, sneakers, um, pretty much anything off Amazon, eBay. You can pay for it. It could be $70. You could put it on credit and make three payments on it. So I would get T-shirts, pants, hoodies, all that stuff. $200 $200 maybe, I'd put 100 bucks down, like I'd, I'd probably, I'd do a firm, put it in like three payments, I'd put 100 bucks down, and then fin- finish off that entire loan, mm. like before the next payment was, was done. That so would help your credit. It yep. would, yeah, and so that would help my credit, except I bought seven different shirts through a firm, you know what I'm saying? So after I put off that first one, now my interest rates are super low for mm. the next one, and then the one after that, and I'm paying them all off three months early, and I'm putting money down on each of them, mm. you know what I'm saying? And I'm selling most of them before... I even finish off the last one, you know what I'm saying? So at some point within the last two years, like I wasn't even, uh, you were probably around when I was saying that to you for the longest, like I don't even pay for clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is just in and out and it's on credit. So like I don't own any any of these clothes. It's all for sale. It's all in and out before it's even paid for. You feel me? Assets. And that's just a little hack that I found out just from, you know, like literally, literally like a little bit of research, a little bit of research. And And that's one of the things I do know about our community is that we we don't miss the big things. We they're just taught presented to us in different ways mm-hmm. and we're not realizing what's going on all around us. Mm-hmm. What you did what you just said is making money out of nothing. Mm-hmm. It's making money out of thin air. If I have this computer cost me a hundred bucks to mm-hmm. get I'm looking for someone that's looking to acquire this asset. And what, am I going to sell it for $100? No. no I'm going to sell it for $150. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I just made $50 instantly out of thin air. And let them pay it off. Air. And you made a profit. Mm-hmm. You never even bought the computer. <laughs> you just leveraged the loan that you got that you did through an app. Yeah. Another misconception. A house is not an asset. Mm. Hear me out. Mm. Hear me out. Because it can be an asset for you. Wait, so is that going to property or just house? Well, hear me out. So, like, an asset is... a is something that brings you money. Mm-hmm. A liability is something that you're putting money towards. Your car, you have a car payment that's big every month. That's a liability. That's mm-hmm. a liability. Your, house, so, your, mortgage, so. your mortgage is most likely your largest form of debt. Your rent or mortgage is your largest form of debt. Every month, that's the biggest thing that's coming out of your account. If you're paying for your house, your mm-hmm. house is a liability. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a different way to go about it. All the tax breaks for real estate are for investment properties, multi-units. Things because housing prices, net worth, all that gets, um, all that's based on the operations of the house, the mm-hmm. cash flow of the house. If you have a positive cash flow property, that's an asset. So like you have people like Air, Airbnb, your house condo, or like do something like that. Like right. a so building like this, I, yeah. I, you lease I, it out to people. Yeah. I challenge people when they go out to look for their first house, to not go out and buy the nuclear traditional house. The one, you know what I'm saying, two bed, two bath, 
that whole that whole nine. Mm-hmm. We're gonna buy you buy you a duplex. Mm-hmm. Live in one of the apartments for a year, then you can rent out the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But now you'll have two tenants mm-hmm. paying enough that should cover that whole entire mortgage and mm-hmm. wherever You're, you decide. To yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. When that is happening, that is how you acquire assets. Mm-hmm. You need other assets that are gonna help you acquire other assets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because here, like like I said, here's the thing. Go, going back to Bezos and Elon Musk, they don't pay taxes, but they never sell. Mm-hmm. Think about that. They never sell. They never sell. Why? You can get a loan off your stocks. That's crazy. You can get a loan off your house. All these passive portfolio incomes we're talking about, you can get loans off them without having to sell. If you were going to put up your own money, you know what I'm saying? Like, either you can... Save thirty thousand dollars the hard way in cash, just losing money as you go. Mm-hmm. But you can either do it that way, put it down in down payment house. You can get a loan off your stocks. Stocks are going to keep appreciating in value. Mm-hmm. You can get a home equity line to help you finance another house mm-hmm. without really having putting three percent down. Right. You get a four hundred thousand dollar property. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You put five thousand dollars down, mm-hmm. but you got three tenants paying the whole entire mortgage. That's the move. Collecting some every month. That's the move right there. That's, you know yeah, that that makes sense. But a lot of times, yeah. you can't really, as you know what I'm saying, from where we're coming from, we mm-hmm. can't just hop into these things. Mm-mm. You have, That's where it takes the teamwork. You know what I'm saying? We have to collaborate mm-hmm. to think about who, who do I want to go into business with? Facts. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing I see all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have a great idea, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something like you, you feel like you got the next idea. Have come like go to investors with a game plan. Mm-hmm. The first thing they're going to ask you is why. Mm-hmm. What And then on top of that, what do you need and how much does it cost? Mm-hmm. Investors like myself don't look at different investment opportunities for the physical item. We right. look at the cash flow. Mm-hmm. Understand that we look at the cash flow. If the cash flow does not make sense on it, we will not go into it mm-hmm. as an investor, because all we're about is remember putting mo- our cash into other assets that are going to create more money for us. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. you have a great idea, come up with a plan. Yeah. Let me know exactly what you need, how it's going to improve your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And have like a game plan. Yeah. Don't just come up. Oh, I need some money. Mm-hmm. Okay, what for? Uh, I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to get my business. But nope, no one's gonna give you money like that. Mm-hmm. Have a game plan. Have mm-hmm. a business plan. Have numbers ready to go. And I think that's over. I think it's overlooked. I don't. I don't want to say overrated because that's definitely not the. That's yeah. definitely not the case. But I think people forget that step. Mm-hmm. It's the due diligence and the preparation that's really gonna set you up for success. Mm-hmm. Not just the idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not a three point shooter, like. Stop trying to shoot threes. Like you gotta, you gotta put your reps in. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get in the gym and put reps in before you shoot that three. Don't come to coach like, yo, coach, I'm ready to shoot threes, and you ain't never shot a three before. Right. Like you sound dumb as fuck, bro. Yeah. And I ain't saying go out like Ben Simmons neither and pass up dunks. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and take those. Yeah. Get your money where you can, but if you're not ready to shoot threes and get big boy money, then then don't come to coach trying to get big boy money if you're not ready yet. That's all I'm saying. If you don't have a business plan, but you got a million dollar idea, then I don't know if your million dollar idea is worth a million dollars if you can't even tell me how it's worth a million dollars. 
Cause yeah, like, me, I can I can sit down right now and tell you what I could do with every single dollar if you give me a million dollars for uh, <clears throat> Hello Scars Radio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we could knock that out easy, buddy. That's a talk for another day. <laughs> nah, just 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 so niggas know though, bro. But nah, that's real shit, bro. Everything you saying though, when it comes to money, is that you gotta be disciplined, bro. I mean, you also gotta know the knowledge. When you get the knowledge, you gotta be disciplined, bro. That's a real shit. That's all it is, man. Yeah, cause like freaking. It's really just got like a choice every day, bro, on what you're gonna do with that shit. Right, man. Cause I mean, think about it, bro. Yeah. Like especially if you work hard. The for your first shit. thing that you should do when you receive your paycheck. Yeah. Is put some money into either an investment account or yeah. toward an account towards your asset building, asset acquiring account. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at if you go buy a shirt with that money, you go buy some, I got Yeezys on. You go buy these Yeezys. I'm never getting that money back. Mm-hmm. Never getting it back. Mm-hmm. Even if I, and I don't want to create any type of bad habits, I definitely want you to pay off your credit. But as soon as I pay off my credit card, I'm not getting that money back. That money's mm-hmm. gone to someone else. Mm-hmm. Money doesn't stop. It just keeps passing hands along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, just stop looking at it as money and mm-hmm. just under, have a game plan of what you're doing. Have a actively try to acquire assets mm-hmm. when you just have that in mind it'll, it'll change the whole game for you mm-hmm. and i and that's why i love what you guys are doing here man you guys mm-hmm. are creating value mm-hmm. you have assets mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you are able to sell assets mm-hmm. that become liabilities to others mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that's how you make money mm-hmm. we just gotta keep going like <laughs> Uh, right. I think that's how you make money. It exactly. Think long of, term. Think long about, term. Think about Coca Cola, bro. Yeah. The physical Coke is an asset to us. When I get thirsty, mm-hmm. I want to go acquire this asset. I think it's an asset. Mm-hmm. Cokes eat. They're willing to sell me that bottle because they just want to get it off. That's revenue to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's buying it. Somebody's selling it. Everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. more about a what side you're on. Facts. Literally, that's literally what it is, bro. What side are you on, consumer or the person, the seller, basically? Because when you think, yeah. like, think about times like coronavirus. Yeah. Like they said, American houses on average have went up thirty three percent as far as equity that's gained on people's houses across Damn. the country. When you have your money in assets, mm-hmm. assets get swept up over time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Interest rates got low, and when that happens, money just that inflates asset prices. Mm-hmm. Every time we have a recession, this is going to happen. We're going to so, go back up, and asset prices are going to shoot back up. It's be harder to get them. The housing prices today mm-hmm. officially were larger than they were during the housing bubble. Mm. Think about that. Yeah, I heard somebody talking about like how things going to go down though, or some shit like that. Like soon. They, I mean, there's there's a few looming things out there, but I mean that mm-hmm. goes. Uh, that's a lot of our market. Charlotte's a good market for housing right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Our houses should uh, continue to appreciate um, in a lot of the same fashions. Mm-hmm. Um, good old gentrification. That's that's going on. That brings up a good point. Mm-hmm. I feel like I do need to at least speak on this a little bit mm-hmm. because when we talk about black economics, mm-hmm. things that really hinder black people. Mm-hmm. I want you to understand this is a choice and not hear this as me coming against white people, okay? Mm -hmm. White bias is what we cannot control in the housing market. Mm -hmm. That's what we cannot control. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you are trying to acquire a house, Mm -hmm. you, we're we're stuck with the situation where if we want our, like, housing appraisers are Mm -hmm. done by 
other white people. Mm-hmm. So like if you look at the whole idea of redlining, mm-hmm. is that is when black people move in, mm-hmm. housing prices go down. Mm-hmm. When black people move in, mm-hmm. housing prices go down. Mm-hmm. So if you want to acquire an uh, asset, a house that's an asset for you, we're stuck with the dilemma of purchasing a house in a white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Why? Because white neighborhood housing prices go up. Mm-hmm. Black housing, like if you, if we, but to do that, we're going to have to stick with the triage of racism, of just being the only black dude in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. If you want to live in an all black neighborhood with rescue community, I, 75% of the time, your housing value will not go up. Mm. Now that's that. That's the dilemma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a serious dilemma. That makes it like you know what I'm saying the wealthy one is not stater and yeah. You know what I'm saying that's yeah. a tough one. You know, I mean you can try to f- flirt on the line between a you know mixed community. Mm-hmm. No promises there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying that's something we can't fight. Mm-hmm. So we have to be yeah. conscious of. That's crazy. And work on that. That's hard. That's hard to fix, though, because if you make that money, you're like, I ain't going to a place where my house is gonna like be worth less money, type. So, right? Yeah, dude. That's crazy how like systematically it just ruined us a little bit. It's like all systematic. Those, I mean, those yeah. things were set a For long real. time ago. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Think about when redlining got introduced. Yeah, racism and segregation were legal. Yeah, like we're not talking about like, you know, what I'm saying bias we're yeah. talking about this was legal mm-hmm. it was illegal to discriminate mm-hmm. against black people at the time where all these concepts mm-hmm. came up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we when jim crow and all that came up bro we weren't far out of slavery yeah we're still not far from the civil rights movement right really that was our grandparents generation yeah people like to act like that was hundreds of years ago nah bro it was like one two generations ago yeah literally this is like yeah two generations ago so we just got to understand what type of situation we're in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make the most of it. Damn, that's crazy. Because, like, we were literally, like, we posted something about justification today and, like, talking about, oh, getting the money for a house and stuff like that. Because, like, over here, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's been justified, like, like crazy, like hell. But, like, in order to, like, because people are always, like, arguing about justification, like, how to stop it and stuff. But it, since it's, like, mostly black communities, we were talking about it just earlier. Like, obviously, we should reinvest into it. But... Your point that you just made about how like it depreciates, that fucks it. So like they're like strategically like fucking us from like you know what I'm saying, uplifting you know what I'm saying like just our freaking what would you call it like that's I feel like it's just more estate, fuel not real estate but like just like our neighborhoods bro you know what I'm saying like we want to make our neighborhood like like the dopest neighborhood that we possibly can make it. It wouldn't be economically smart. And that's you know what one, I'm and that's one of the big biggest things. Like I'm going back. Earlier, when I talked about like yeah. the Jewish communities, the Asian communities, yeah. think about a lot of Chinese communities, Chinatown. Chinatown. Think about if you came into Charlotte, there was a very vibrant black part of town. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not because the state, like the idea is you go to a black part of town, you're now in the hood. That ass. Mm-hmm. We got to change that. We got to yeah. change that narrative. Yeah. You want to be going to a nice black part of town. Yes. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm think, saying. Think yeah. We have a ton of culture. Yeah, so we need to make that a living and invitable experience for other communities to want to come in. Exactly, this, you know what I'm saying. We can't just this can't just be a black community. They already want to come in. They just like exciting to everybody and through us. Yeah, I think if too many of us in one place is dangerous or something. 
Yeah, the narrative, <laughs> their narrative is just not a good look right now, and that's just exactly. because like of the history of the like the systematic shit, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Like they want to be able to leech off the black culture, but they yeah. don't want to like they don't want to own that shit. They don't want to live in it. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to really uplift it, like let it, like you know what I'm saying? Like they like the idea of it, but they don't they don't like the they don't they just really don't want to like live in or with that shit. You feel I, me? It just kind of looks and sounds cool to them. Like they don't that, like being uncomfortable. Bias. That's the bias. Mm-hmm. When yeah. black people move in, housing values go down. Why? Because white people are moving out. Yeah, because they're scared. Those are the the same appraisers are no longer willing to live in that neighborhood. That's yeah. just really wild. And that's what it comes down to because like, like even when it goes like we simplify it to like just going out like the bars or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like we'll go to the white bars, but they won't go to the black bars. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know that. what I'm saying? That does. It's, it's one of those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not blaming anybody for it. You know, yeah, you know it's just saying? the life, fact of the matter. It's just, you yeah. Know, you know me, <laughs> I, I take life how I get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is, I see things and as black and white as we, it can possibly be. Yeah, it's yeah. just the reality we live in. All three of us went to private school too, so like we've been living in it. We've been living through it. Bro, we, yeah. We've been doing the, the vibes. Cool <laughs> yeah. I, now at this point, I feel like private school prepared me for what I'm doing now. Yeah. Because I'm in an industry that's 92% white. Mm-hmm. Like, the financial industry is under 3% black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm, out, I'm, you, I'm out here dealing, going against all the odds. But the cool part about it is I don't know about other industries as well, but I do know inside the financial industry, the black connections are very strong. Yeah. I know, like, there are certain black people in certain areas that I can hit up and they are willing to take that chance, but that's also knowing that I'm going to deliver. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. we can't be average. Yeah. Going against the odds. That's real you shit. Can't. You gotta be three times as good, man. You can't be average. You cannot be average. You cannot be average. That's a Fendi. That's real, bro. Yeah. Yes, you really going against the odds, bro. Three percent versus ninety two percent. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we right. we weren't. Why people don't people don't know this stuff? Yeah, it's like you said, it's under three. They don't want us people. to win. Yeah, bro. They don't want us it's to. Not, know. Yeah, so like they. <laughs> if it's like a hundred people in the room, only three of them are black, and you expected those three people to educate. You know what I mean? The rest. Nah, bro. That's, that's those three people got to mold together and become like a goddamn even at that, a megazord, hard, nigga. Because like three percent of that's. I don't know. Just think about the grand scheme of life and how many people there are, actually are. Think about how many people actually are in finance. It's probably like less than ten percent people. It's less are than in, five. Probably. Yeah, five percent people in finance. So three percent of those five percent are black, bro. That's like you know what I'm saying. That's really minuscule. The cool, the cool thing about what I see though is there's a huge opportunity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of how it is for me. Mm-hmm. I, I heard this from Magic Johnson the first time. But like, you know what I'm saying? You you see me now, it's 2021. Yeah. Next time you see me mm-hmm. to make a deal, I'm not going to be at this level. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's going to be boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to meet me here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's got to be the same thing for you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be talking about the same thing with Hello Scars mm-hmm. that we're talking about in 2021 and 2025. Oh, yeah. Hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, meet me at the next level. Mm-hmm. When you can meet me at the next level, we can really start doing business. Yeah, we better be doing this podcast on a goddamn yacht. <laughs> right. 2025. In front of thousands of people, bro. Yeah, in front of thousands of people. No, that's real shit, though, bro. I fuck with that energy. Like, like, because, I mean, bro, when you coming out with this knowledge, bro, it, it just inspires me, bro, because it's like, bro, like. You got to have a rich state of mind first before you get You got to have a rich state of mind, but it's just like, 
it's really about discipline, bro. It's really about like staying like what's the word? Just not like ten toes down. Like, like stay say, locked in. Like you stay if you really, in, if you really in, about getting the bag, in. you gotta stay locked in to get in the bag, yeah, bro. You, you don't need to go to Chick Fil A that day. Yeah. Go to the grocery store, nigga. Get your food for the week. You can stay locked into this <laughs> shit. Like, like as you said, like you can do. You can build your credit every day, every month. You can, you can stay locked into all this. Like you know, what I'm saying, if you're trying to be wealthy, it's just like you really gotta be locked in and like. Like, hearing your, like, perspectives on different things really got me, like, you know what I'm saying? Seeing how, like, someone who really understands money moves, like, the way they do, like, on a daily basis. You feel me? Because, like, me, like, obviously, I don't think I'm the best with money. Like, I'm just going to be str- I'm gonna be real, but I'm not the best with money. Yeah, I'm bad right now. Yeah, but, like, I'm very, comes to, like, very everyone bad starts right out now. that way, man. But, like, that, this, it really just comes down to, like, if I'm going to break it down for anybody, like, in the simplest terms, it's just, like, the asset liabilities thing and then the building your credit thing. Because, like, it's it's pretty easy to understand what an asset or a liability is. You feel me? So it's just, like, you can pretty much judge whether or not you're buying an asset or a liability when you're spending money. Like, that should be pretty easy. Like, do you need to yeah. buy that? Like, do you absolutely need to need yeah. to buy that? And if you do, do you need to buy it with cash, or can you just throw that on your credit card? And then, like, because you're gonna pay for shit. it eventually, yeah. like at the end of the month or at the beginning of the month. That ass. More so, when I buy this item, is yeah. it gonna be paying me or am I paying it? Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's the one for me. That's yeah. one for me. That's why. I, that's why I'm like, okay, I'm getting three for three percent cash yeah. back at the gas at this specific gas station. I'm going to this gas station all the time, every single time. <laughs> exactly. I'm not getting gas because at the QT. Free Money when the shell gives me three percent back, yeah. Every single time, fuck a QT. That ass, bro. Where's the shell at? I need, I need, I need direction to the closest shell right you can't now. Can't be missing out on this free money, nigga. Exactly. I love, I'm, <laughs> I love my future self way too much yeah. to be shitting on on dimes right now when those dimes could be hundos in a couple years. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just refuse to fail myself, and it starts right now. So. Niggas gotta get to this bag. I wanna go, I wanna go <laughs> right now. A few, like, I got two more things. <clears throat> Let me start here. Another one of the major misconceptions, mm-hmm. just about the markets in general, is that you need to be highly diversified and have all these different stocks, all these different assets to make money. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys are uh, know who Charlie Munger is. He's the guy that started Berkshire Hathaway with Warren Buffett. Mm. So he's the other partner in that group. He owns five stocks. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me you need 20. Don't tell me you need all these different things. He owns five stocks. Mm. But he's very concentrated. He has good. Pr- he's in at a good price. And he owns tons of shares. He, he, I think, I mean, he owns his largest two holdings, I think. Don't quote me. Think of Bank of America and Wells Fargo. Mm. Simple. Yeah. He has a lot of shares. When you look at Warren Buffett. He's the majority owner of American Express. He owns like 13% of American Express. Mm. He's the, one of Apple's largest shareholders. He owns like 7% of Apple. Damn. <laughs> we're, we're talking about a almost, this is a $2.5 trillion yeah. company, and he owns 7%. Think about the dividend shares. Yeah. Those $1.64 dividends or whatever they're paying on Apple, I have no idea what the dividend is. It's like a yeah. dollar or something. Those are hitting, bro. Yeah. Hitting. Because those yeah. get paid out quarterly. You own a million shares. You know what I'm saying? That's 164. You're getting 164 million dollars this year, and it's getting broke up into four installments. <laughs> you get 40 million dollars every three months. That's crazy, bro. That's so lit. 
Bro, but he rich as hell, bro. But he, that's how you he do started it. That's just how you like us, man. Yeah. But he, the it. difference between them was they knew how to acquire assets mm-hmm. and stay away from liabilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the key is I'm beginning to realize, like, which is why like you see these rich dudes dressing like poor people. <laughs> you can turn your liabilities they take into it to assets the core, now, too. bro. They're like, nah, son, I ain't buying this or this or this. No, I'm buying. This fucking asset right here is gonna make me fucking a hundred percent of my money back. I'm not buying this lot. Nah, that's crazy, bro. Cause like, I'm pretty sure there's people like, I mean, I can see how you think like that. You know what I'm saying? You just like, you look at something and you like thinking about it and you just like thinking about whether or not you should buy it. It's just like asset or liability. You know what I'm saying? You should enjoy yourself, but like, I just feel like, I don't know, like, that's something that is just so simple to think about and that just would help. You know what I mean? A lot of people just to like, you know what I'm saying? Just think about it like that. Long term, especially. Yeah. And if you really have the long term mindset. So once again, I have to throw it out there. I'm not trying to solicit anybody to do anything. Make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. A Roth IRA. Yeah, let my me, mom talked about that. Let me take you through. Peter Thiel is one of the original founders of PayPal. You know, Elon Musk was in on that too. A bunch of a whole bunch of people. Back in, I think it was 1994, he took at the, well, let me back up. The Roth IRA contribution limit right now is 6000 Put it 6000 a year on an earned income. Back then, it was 2000 back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. He took $2,000 worth of private PayPal stock. So this was when each PayPal stock was like $0.25 cents a share. Mm-hmm. $2,000 worth and left it there. Mm. That same $2,000 is now worth over $5 billion. Damn. He'll be able to take that out tax-free after 59 and a half. God, wait, so do you put that in the Roth IRA or? Roth IRA. You know, if this is after tax dollars. Yeah. That if you have the account open for at least five years. Mm-hmm. And once you get the 59 and a half, you can take all your contributions and earnings out tax-free. Oh, snap. Oh. Hmm. So he's going to be able to take out. So that's why it's smart to have one. All that money. Think about that, bro. Five billion dollars, <laughs> tax free. Sounds nuts. Right in front of everybody's I hate face. This stuff. Bro. It's free money. Yeah. Free money. Literally free money. <laughs> Once again, the rich don't get taxed. Yeah. They don't get taxed. They just, bro. Because they got, because they got rich for a reason, bro. And they going like you know what I'm saying. There's a reason why they're not getting taxed because they're smart. You know, there's a reason why they got rich most of the time. And like it just goes hand in hand. I feel like you know what I'm saying. If you got to like. I mean, he didn't know that shit was going to be $5 billion when he put that $2,000 in there, though. But he took a risk on a good asset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, and I think um, we as a people have a good opportunity yeah. moving forward. We see some things changing. Yeah. Like, we know what the next major asset classes are probably going to be. Mm-hmm. We're going to need clean water. We're going to need clean air. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You hear clean a lot air, about yeah. cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. You know, weed's going to be legal here in a few years. Yeah. Those are the type of things that if you get in and create large positions now, you'll Facts. reap the rewards from them in 10 years. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I legally, because mm-hmm. I can't own cryptos or weed stocks, they're not federally legal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't own anything. Mm-hmm. But for all my friends, especially, especially if they smoke, mm-hmm. y'all should create <laughs> positions in some of these weed stocks. 100%. <laughs> because, when, because when it becomes legal, mm-hmm. Make money off of it, man. Yeah. Don't just weed is a liability. 
Mm-hmm. You're spending money mm-hmm. <laughs> on that. It's mm-hmm. pure liability. Why don't, why don't mm-hmm. you? Why don't you get into and the it company? It is illegal the if it is not a liability. They're selling it, so you're collecting the revenues. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One side's winning. Yeah. One side's losing at all. There's always a buyer and seller. That's yeah. what markets are. And that's the one of the cooler things I've, I think I've experienced since I've really started working in the financial industry. Mm-hmm. I see markets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everything Facts. is a market. Bro. Yeah, that's how I see that's it. So I'm saying, like, I'm beginning to see, like, which is like, even with the asset liability, like, you know, what I'm saying, buyer seller, like, yeah, bro, it's just like a mentality you gotta have when you think like money. You know what I'm saying? If you're really trying to get there, you gotta see it. It's like you gotta have it ingrained in you a little bit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like that's just real. But like, yeah, bro, nah, niggas, yeah. But shit, you got anything else to say, bro? Hey man, I, <laughs> honestly, bro, I, I, I've been going. I know I've been ranting a little bit. Nah, nah, uh, bro. I literally tuned in, bro. Yeah, anything else to say, bro? I'll be tuned yeah, in, bro. Like, I don't even know what to say, bro. I'm like, dang, bro. I just learned. Like, I felt like a lot of stuff that you said, like I understood, but like the way you broke it down, you know what I'm saying? Like, help me understand it better, and I feel like. This is like enlightening, you know what I'm saying? So that's right. what it's all about, exactly. bro. It's helping us, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. We're the only, like I said, bro. It's yeah. It's gonna take the 14 percent to help out the other 14 percent. Yeah. No, that was. So. No, this is some real shit right here, bro. <laughs> like, niggas need to understand this. <laughs> this money stuff, bro, and like it's not even just like the asset and liability. It was like even talking about the retirement. And like you gotta understand bro, from top to like, bottom what's really going on out here. Really like, going it's on. not just swipe your card and goddamn eat and communities, get bro. Like think about our communities, bro. Like this is so much stuff that goes into the economics of like everything that's going on that like people just it's so easy to overlook because it's like not taught to us like ever, really never really taught to us. Like as you said, you had to read books. That's why it's good to have you here because you read the books, bro. You're just telling us this shit, bro. And let me and let, like, let me I guess let me say that. Uh, I have a few books that I think. Yeah, what would you recommend? Yes, sir. Um, for starters, I know this is one of the more common ones. You should read Rich Dad Poor Dad. I, yeah. Rich Dad Poor Dad. You should read it. Yeah. I mean, that's is as much as I just explained everything. I think uh, what's his name, Kiyosaki. He did a great job mm-hmm. explaining that in that book. Um, for people that are more interested in learning about the foundations and problems of like black economics yeah. and trying to solve those problems. There's a book called the miseducation of the Negro, mm. the miseducation of the Negro. I encourage you to read it. It's like 90 pages. It was written by this guy named Charles. He was born at the start of this last century, 1900s, yeah. like eight, he was born in like 1890, something like that. The pro it's, it's so interesting too, because the problems that he saw for the black community back then were the same problems we're still facing now. Except in a lot of cases, they were in a better position than mm. we are today. It was like marriage. We, a- after Black Wall Street got burned down, after, you know what I'm saying, redlining, after all these things, we are in a worse economic situation than we were 100 mm. years ago. Damn. But, it's all, but like I said, we are the only ones that are going to change this. Mm. Do not expect any other group to change our problems. Mm. Because let, let, let's be honest, when we look at problems for other groups, we don't care. <laughs> Dude, that's it's the same people bro. looking at like the same thing, people looking back at us. Yeah. They see black problems. Am I black? Not black. Yeah. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? It starts it starts with those two things and then um let's see. Except, bro. That's all, I mean, that's really all I had on my notes. Just the last thing, build your team, bro. 
build your team one day at a time. Stay disciplined, bro. Discipline is the biggest one. Asset if you really want to get the bag, get to yeah. the bag right now. Like nobody's, Don't wait you're not gonna tomorrow, win the lottery. Bro. I mean, you might, Deadass. but like you're, today's you're not. gone when tomorrow comes, bro. <laughs> bro, time is money too, bro. Time is big money. Big you know what I'm saying? Time is big money. Time is money too. So like that time yeah. you passed up on the asset, someone else got it. Bro. Exactly, and bro. That shit irks me. <laughs> that shit irks me. Some motherfucker Ugh. made a decision quick as hell, bro. You was over there, like, fucking hesitating. Bro, with the swiftness. Somebody's making some bread right now. <laughs> right now. But the way I look at it, it's like us even doing this. Like, yeah, we're not making physical bread right now. But like you said, we're building value. That's what it's about, bro. Every, every new person that listens bro, to this, so many, like, like, that hits the stat sheet. You know what I'm saying? Like, vocab words in this Good interview. vocab words. You got to lock them shits in, bro. You, know you got to wake up in the morning, like, how am I going to put value into this day? Because if value, I put value, value into this day, that's helping my bag. Literally, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's value, a cold one. That's just a cold hard fact. You know what I'm saying? And to the team. If you have yeah. more perspective for you, if you add value to yourself every single day, you're adding more value to the team. Whoever you're helping out. If you convince everybody on your team, to add value to themselves every single day, then there's Y'all no stopping you. Super team, bro. There's no stopping you. What are you talking about? And that, and, that, and that goes back to what we we're saying. It's all about financial, fr- like yeah. financial freedom comes from financial literacy. Yeah, financial I gotta, literacy. I get to that part. I feel like I have the literacy, but now it's just you know getting to the the free yep. <laughs> the free part. Like I said the assets gonna take care of your current expenses. Mm-hmm. You'll be free. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it starts with realizing what's an asset, mm. what's a liability. And having a plan for acquiring assets. Mm-hmm. If you do oh, that, you'll be financially free by 30 Bro, months. and that man, the way you uh, had your bank account set up, that's next level, bro. I've never heard, like, anything like that yet. So, like, that's free game right there, too. Like For the longest, I didn't even know you could pay, like, like regular bills on, on your credit card. Like, I thought it had to be, like, you know, straight up. Oh, yeah, you have like, auto pay, right? Yeah, auto pay. Yeah, auto pay is the, is the way. Let, yeah. me, let me start with this, too. Going back to what we just said. Do not... Do not, do not, do not put your rent or your car payment on credit. Yeah. Do not do it. That's too big a payment. That should be <laughs> auto-drafted mm-hmm. out of the expense account. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you have gas bills, like my YMCA membership is on my credit yeah. card. $40, other, $30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, do not put a $1,000 bill on your credit card. That's a recipe for disaster. So I do want to make sure I make yeah. that clear. That <laughs> yeah. credit card, bro, I hope y'all go back to that credit card freaking segment because I know a lot of people be fucking that shit yeah. up. Bro, I got free $1,000. It's, it's lit. Let's go no, out. Nah, man. son. You, you better make sure shit. they do cash back. You better make sure your goddamn bro. credit card give you 3% cash back on that before bro, you go out there. Bro, people who do that. Just be like, bro, I know hella people that just swipe that Apple card all day long. And they think that they got a lick because they got a f- new credit card. They're like, oh, well, I got, like, all this black money. Black card, black card. Like, okay, bro. bro like, right. uh, y'all need to go back and listen to this, bro. Right. Like, are you kidding me, bro? Stop he going to make y'all feel stupid as hell. Spending You're only spending 30% of that shit. You're out here spending 100% of it. And I will say, especially if you have a business, yeah. guys like yourself, take the time to find you a good accountant. Yeah. A good accountant? Like, saving money is making money. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially like when you have a legit business that's making money, you can write off almost all of your, you can write off almost everything. Yeah. There's no reason for you to be paying, overpaying in tax, overpaying on anything. Just write it take off. Take the time, find you an accountant, let them know your plan, make sure you guys are on the same page, and move forward. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's what I'm going to leave you guys with, man. I appreciate y'all having me on the show and everything. Hell yeah, man. Hey, appreciate bro, you, we bro. appreciate you coming through to the studio. My man dropped 
gems all over this thing, bro. Hella, hella gems. Hella, hella scars. Gems. It's the Hella Scars show. Hella Scars Radio in the building. Yeah, Season heard. two. We had to stew with it. Y'all know what it is. Chrome mics in my face one more time. Shout it's out a to good the homie show. Jordan, bro. Shout out to the homie good Jordan. Good luck, good luck, Shout out to everybody Hellas listening. Scars. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram at Hella Scars Radio and at Hella.Scars. Germ, I never remember your IG. Bro, my IG's mad simple, bro. You got two R's. Oh, yeah, I forgot how many R's I got. Yeah, so it's like not really uh, your name a little bit. It, it's thick as two, bro. <laughs> Look, if you go to Hell Scars radio page, then we be tagging all our people yeah, and all that, blah, blah, blah. That so find a fit, find the page. Like two or three. Yeah, something like that. If y'all do have any questions, obviously, you know what I'm saying, I I, I am employed, but if you want to come at me on the, uh, on the side. Yes, sir. Um, Instagram, Jordan underscore green. Zero nine, you know what I'm saying? Hit me up. Most of y'all have my number. I'm from the city. Yes, Both sir. Below. So, <laughs> Three, bro. We're some OGs, bro. Y'all know this is how Scar Show episode. I don't know. It's season two, but maybe like episode seven or six. Yes. On I season feel like two. seven sounds right. Yeah, somewhere around there. Y'all know what it is. We out of here. Y'all hold it down. This is not part of some rock. Hey, 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 came in that bit with a glock. Yeah, 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 this is not part of some rock. 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 Yeah, came in that bit with a glock. Came in that bit with a glock. Yeah, came in that bit with a glock. Yeah, came in that bit with a mark. Came in that bit with a Glock, yeah. Came in that bit with a mop. I put the lean on the rocks. Ay. I put the crack in the jaw. Yeah. Put that little boy on the block. Up in the trap in the spice. Yeah. I'ma go cook in the pot. I might go spit in the pot. Yeah. All of these bitches they wanna fuck out of the car. He got a little guac. Cut a little bit in my loft. Little bit lost in my loft. Count out 300 on box. I spend a guap on my watch. Bitch, I'ma buck all the shots. Yeah. Hop in the trash in the trucks. Right that shit out, no good talk. talk. Hop on the plane on the rock. Right you bitch, you fucking the star. Fuck in the streets, can't hop in the car. Hop in the car. Bitch, can't be my LeBron. Fell a little bit, fell a little bit. Fell a little bitch with my boy. Rockin' the Gucci, the car. This is not part of some rock. 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 Came in that bit with a Glock. Came in that bit with a Glock. Came in that bit with a Glock. Came in that bit with a Mark. This is not part of some rock. 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 Came in that bit with a Glock. Came in that bit with a Glock. Came in that bit with a Glock. Came in that bit with a Mark. Came in that bit with a Glock with a Mark. All of my niggas they shoot on the top. Came in the bit with a King with a Nine. Twenty nine hundred my niggas they fuck. All of my bitches they look at you fuck. All of these bitches they came in they mind. All of my niggas they shootin' they fine. If you not writing the nigga. Get fly. She can come kick, just for the night I'ma go fuck, just for the night Gucci my kick, came with the spot Shootin' this shit, feelin' like spinning in my clothes Finnin' my hoe, finnin' my clothes Finnin' my hoe, walkin' that bitch Feelin' like troll, walkin' that bitch I just want more, switch it up I for that bitch, right for the show Right for the show, switch it up I pull a fuck, right 
Right for the show, right for the show, switch it up. I for that bit, I for that bit. Catch on my bro, switch it up. Countin' up, countin' up, uh. running up, running up, switch it up. This is not part of some rock, this is not part of some rock, this is not part of some rock, this is not part of some rock. Came in that bit with a Glock, yeah. Came in that bit with a Glock, yeah. Came in that bit with a Glock, yeah. Came in that bit with a mob, yeah. This is not part of some rock, 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 yeah. Came in that bit with a Glock, yeah. Came in that bit with a Glock, yeah. Came in that bit with a Glock, yeah. Came in that bit with a mob, yeah. This is not part of some rock, Glock. I put the thing on the rock, rock. This is not part of some rock, rock. Lean on the rocks. Yeah. What for the lean on the rocks? Yeah. What for the